Hello, and welcome back to One Thing About Us podcast with Allie, Caitlin, and Akira. How y'all feeling today, ladies? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's been a it's been a week. Going back in to work after a break is always hard, but pushing through, pushing through. What about you, Kira? I'm okay. I'm okay. Getting adjusted. <laughs> living mm-hmm. life in a new state. Yes, our girl moved back to New Jersey. Surprise! Because I'm coming home. I can't sing in every episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, so that's exciting. We're so excited to have her back near us. That's all that matters. Home. Ooh. Home, but near us. (laughs) At all times. Okay. (laughs) If we're not attached at the hip, there's a problem. Please tell me you're attached without telling me you're attached. Yeah. Start twitching if we don't see you. I'm about to move next door to her. Yeah. Literally. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's healthy. It's healthy though. So, um, so what did we talk about last week? Yeah, so we kind of introduced ourselves. We talked about our lifelong friendship, how we love each other. Touch on it a little more. It's kind of yeah. an important topic. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Touching, touching on mental health, that would be a good way to kick this off. So we talked about celebrity mental health when mm. we first, when we last ended the episode. We talked about um, Twitch. And uh, one thing that's really big is Megan and Harry. Mm-hmm. Did you watch it? Yes, mm-hmm. I did. And it made me, I was shocked, but not shocked. It made me yes. angry. Mm-hmm. Yes. It made me sad for her. Yeah. Sad for them. Because mm-hmm. I, I mean, I know we're talking a lot about her, but that whole yeah. separating from your family is just a whole traumatic process within itself. Trust mm-hmm. me, I get it. And yeah. it's like, who if do you choose? It's definitely me. For yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Who yeah. do you choose? The family you created or the family you were born into? That's true. Yeah, that's true. A lot of people don't talk a lot about him because he's the prince. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, they feel like he's, and they still say it. They're like, you were you you were a prince. You had everything handed to you your whole life. Like, what do you have to complain about? Why would you want to leave that situation? Right. Well, because quite literally, he was seeing what was happening that happened to his mother. It was happening to his wife. Mm-hmm. And he realized that he wasn't going to, he said it himself, he wasn't going to let history repeat itself. Because quite literally, she talked about suicide yes. in the documentary. Yes. And, you know, that was probably, that would be like a lot for him. So like for him, mental health wise, you know, like we talked about last week, putting celebrities on a pedestal to the fact is like, we tell them, like, you can't be miserable about anything. You're, you were given this. You had this your whole life. You have money. You have fans. People love you. Like, what can you be upset about? What can you be struggling with? I think that, like, I definitely want to bring this up, but, like, Charlie, the Emilio, mm-hmm. on the Dancing with the Stars episode, she even opened up about this. Like, people said those similar things to her. Mm-hmm. And one of her dances, she dedicated to her anxiety because of it. Yes. I think it was people... So yeah, I definitely cried. Um, people take this like celebrity status and they equate perfection mm-hmm. i don't think that anybody's perfect but imagine living a life where you have to fit into this box that the world created for you mm-hmm. money or no money that's stressful yeah yeah and people have this concept that like money is going to solve all your problems mm-hmm. you know but at the end of the day there's still toxic family dynamics there's still depression there's still anxiety there's still other mental health disorders there's still a world of things out there that money cannot fix and will not fix yeah so for for megan and harry it kind of from her perspective it was kind of like she had like a whole country yeah against her yes and 
it was, you know, it was harder for her because, you know, she would go out and they would do the tours and everything. And she would see like the people, the actual people, they were showing them love. You know, they, you know, they welcomed her, but then here comes the media again. And, you know, at one point they're celebrating her and they're welcoming her. And then all of a sudden it flipped. They flipped on her. Yes. And then as you watch the um, documentary, you come to find out that a lot of that was coming from within the palace. Mm -hmm. Um, They they touched on about how, you know, the palace and the media, they kind of they kind of interact with each other. You know, they exchange, you know, secrets or, um, you know, press, you know, news to give, you know, good news on the royal family. They get to tailor the information that the world right. sees, basically. Exactly. Yeah. So yes. then when you realize that, but so like when you realize that the UK media is printing all this horrible stuff about her, it connects back to the royal palace and then not doing anything about it also stresses you out because here, like she said, here you are. She's trying to fit in. She left her world to come to his world. And people are like, well, she was famous before. Nobody knew who Meghan Markle was before Harry. Let's be real. Did you know? No. Yeah, no. <laughs> Did you know? Anybody who watched Suits would know. Right. If you but... watched Suits, you knew who Me- I did not know who Meghan Markle was until they were like, she's dating Prince Harry. So people were like, oh, she's used to it. She's famous. No. Like, she didn't. She was not an A-list celebrity. The thing that I don't like about what you just said is she's used to it. She's famous. Why do celebrities have to get used to the ridicule and the mm-hmm. attacks from the general public? Mm-hmm. Yes. Even the paparazzi. It doesn't like, matter. Yes. yes. Like, they yell at them, like, oh, turn this way, turn this way. Oh, can we just get one comment? Like, even when we saw it in the documentary where Diana walked up to the photographer, and she was like, we're on vacation. Mm-hmm. Like, can, can you not? Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, can I just get one? But she's like, no. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it's the harassment. It's that entitlement that we need to find out everything about yeah. their lives. It's funny because I, I was on Twitter today, and there was a video of uh, Roddy Rich. He was out doing, like, errands or something, and there was paparazzi. And he went up to them. He was like, why are you filming me? I'm doing stuff with my family. And the paparazzi guy was literally like, but you're a celebrity. Like, I'm allowed to do this. And he's like, no, you're not. I'm just living my life. He was like, stop following me. And he was like, he walked up on him like he was his best friend. But why is, oh, you're a celebrity, an excuse? Like, why is that excuse for them to get into your space? Because if you are a regular person walking down the street, somebody walked up on you with a camera, are you really going to be like, oh, okay, yeah. It's considered harassment when you're regular. Yes. And that's what Meghan Markle said. She said, what was I supposed to do? Go to the police and say six men are following me around. She said that they said to her, well, you're dating Prince Harry. Yes, that was the police. That was the UK police. police that told her you're dating Prince Harry. There's nothing we can do about it. So, you know, and I can only imagine how that literally takes a toll on somebody's Mm -hmm. mental health. Like we touched on, she considered suicide at one point because it got so bad, you know? So, you know, mental health within celebrities is, it's not even just been a topic this year. Obviously, it can go on decades back, decades back. But I feel like now celebrities are feeling like they are able to talk about it because people are more open when it comes to mental health because mental health was definitely considered a taboo 
yeah. topic yes. to talk about because mm-hmm. you don't want to let anybody into your business. I can't let anybody know I'm struggling. Like that was weird for a lot of people. So now it's even more weirder for celebrities to say I'm struggling because of the pedestal that we put them on. Right. So I feel like that whole Megan and Harry situation, I'm so glad that now that they're in a place where they have each other and they got away from it. And like more, like I said, more power to him because he literally left everything he's known. He's never had a real job. Like, no, no, he had a real job. He went into the military. He did his everything like that. But he grew up in the royal family. And the fact that he was able to leave because he found a love like so strong. Like, I'm pretty sure his mother would be like so proud of him for doing that. And I'm just glad they are happy where they are and that they could just be a family and live the lives that they want to live because i can't i couldn't even imagine like just watching it like you said like it was making me mad yeah it was making me mad the way they were just following her it was crazy yeah i love the way he loves her though like i i saw the one clip and he's like well i'm just gonna say i started watching this documentary with ali and then that documentary started watching me (laughs) if you know me you know i love me a good old nap but (laughs) in (laughs) in one of the clips he was saying like he struggled in the beginning because he was not being a supportive partner he you know he was just living his life and then he learned like okay she needs me right now so i have to be this person for her and this brings me back to my point of everybody needs somebody Mm -hmm. things could be way worse when you're alone Mm -hmm. you gotta lean on somebody people reach out and i don't know even when you don't know people yeah Mm -hmm. i feel like that's even like if we go back to twitch i don't know if this is true or not Mm -hmm. but i did see um i guess like more information is coming out about like exactly what happened oh um so he she like he supposedly was found in a motel Yes, mm-hmm. I did see that. Yeah. Yes. That he left one day and his wife uh, said, like, it was very, like, uncommon of him just to leave. There was, yeah. like, no fight. There was nothing. He wasn't answering his phone. He left so, his car or something at home. Yeah, yeah. he, like, walked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just walked out. Red yeah. flags. And she went to the police and, you know, they, you know, were searching for him and everything like that. And then that's when they got the call from the people at the motel that they found his body. Um, but, like, even with him, it's like... I feel like I never really knew his story because he was always just like happy. Twitch. Yeah. Yes. Like, you know I mean? Yeah. Yeah. He was always just like that happy guy that was that you saw like either you saw him on so you think you could dance or Ellen. Yes. And he was just like the funny dancing handsome guy. DJ. Yes. 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 The yes. DJ. Goofy. Yeah. Funny. And his kids are so cute and the family's so cute. And you see them on Instagram and TikTok dancing and everything like that. So when that news broke, it was like, what? Like, wait, what? Like, how do you die? Like, versus right. like, how do you die? Right. And then they're like, suicide. And you're like, no, no. And when you think about it, it's like, do you realize how hard he had to be struggling when he knew he was leaving behind three kids, yes, mm-hmm. it had to be bad, right? It had to be so bad because that probably was not the easiest decision for him to make. To it's- be honest, I think like 
as a parent, I, these are the things I think about. Like, he took his own life, but he did it in a hotel room. He could have done it in their home, but he didn't. He strategically removed himself from the home. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, I'm thinking, was that because he didn't want his kids to find him? He didn't want his wife to find him? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. still in his time of need, he's thinking of other people. Yes. Right? Yes. And not wanting them to be traumatized in that way. Mm-hmm. That was just like, that was the first thing that ran through my mind when I found out that it was like suicide. Like, wow, he had to be really struggling, especially like they had did an interview about them trying for another kid. Like he had to be like struggling so bad for him to leave behind his children. And it's such a hard thing to like explain. It's a hard thing to wrap your mind around, but it just comes back to the fact that you don't know what these people are going through. No. Like you couldn't even imagine. Like the fact that his wife probably wasn't even understanding to it yeah of what he was going through yeah like him just walking out the house like she knows that that's not normal for him and maybe who knows more will come out that you know she knew that maybe he was struggling just not as much right you know it's hard for me to believe like how close i will how close they perceived they were for her to not know he could have been struggling but you know time only tell but that's just a really sad situation it is because how do you even say that to your partner like i love you and i love the kids but i'm struggling especially as a man yes men do not like talking about their feelings that let's get into that it's it's not that men don't like to talk about their feelings it's that society told men they shouldn't talk about their feelings they're expected Mm -hmm. to protect and provide for their family and you can't protect and provide if you are crying that's what the problem is it starts from when you were a little boy yes okay don't cry boys don't man up Mm -hmm. yeah boys don't cry don't don't cry you're you're a boy you don't cry it starts from literally since you're a child, you're taught as a boy, a man, whatever you're taught not to cry because that's a sign of weakness and that's not what you're supposed to do. Right. But I mean, that's stupid. And that's when it comes out as <laughs> <is> anger. <laughs> it's a bad word, Miss <laughs> Yes. That's when it comes out as anger. Like, yeah. that's when you see people, men, yelling. That's when they're doing, quote-unquote, irrational, bizarre behavior. Because they don't, they're not supposed to cry. Quote-unquote, women cry. Mm-hmm. Like, no, that's, I'm not going to curse. Nonsense. Yeah, they're having outbursts. Yes. Yeah, they're having outbursts. But, yeah, that's exactly where it comes from. Men, if you want to cry, 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 cry. I am here. Let it out. You get yourself. It would be say, weird a bag to me of Kleenex. If you don't cry. They're, honestly, it's attractive when a man cries. Like, express yourself. Let right. that out. Don't hold that in because I would much rather a man cry in front of me, mm-hmm. get it out, express himself, then move along, than take his own life. One hundred percent. Yes. Or That's do some. Or literally behavior. take it out on you. Yes. Or, or yeah. your kids. Children, co-workers, mm-hmm. anybody in their path. Mm-hmm. Yes. That or you always true. hear the typical, like, I'm going to go go for a drive. And then you're speeding in and out, like, yeah. just doing bizarre behavior. Bad things can Dangerous only happen. Dangerous behavior. From compressing your emotions and holding it in. Yeah. Yeah. So, men, if you, you want to cry, cry. Mm-hmm. Women, if you want to cry, everybody cry. 
Everybody, get yourself a box of Kleenex and Pride hug it up. Pride is not a sign of weakness, okay? <laughs> you know how many times I have a good old cry, and then I wipe my face, and then I'll go back to dealing with what I was dealing with? Mm-hmm. Yes. Sometimes I gotta cry. It feels I gotta good. It, yes. it feels so good. It feels Especially, good. like, driving and crying? I don't know. No, girl. <laughs> I, I do See, not you recommend. feel me. That like, is so dangerous. When a certain song comes on, and Babe, it just rolls? No. Oh. No. Crying catch and me dri- on the highway we crying. do not condone <laughs> crying and driving. Ignore what Allie just said. Yeah, I uh, just want to make it known that Allie, um, the only person that agreed with her was um, our Emmy Award award winning producer, Alex K. <laughs> From the, the Ivy League. <laughs> <laughs> He's the only one that agreed with her. I don't we mean do. like, oh, like, close your eyes, but like when the tears start flowing. Or then when you're parked in the car. When you're parked in the driveway in the car crying and you just okay but you're parked keyword verb but sometimes it starts when you start driving (laughs) let me just hold on hold on hold on hold on let me park real quick all right now let's skirt around that the best place to cry is the shower no one can hear you then your pieces are you wet exactly (laughs) and then you just pull yourself together rejoin the group and act like nothing happened (laughs) exactly Exactly. <laughs> I'm crying. Oh. I'm literally crying. <laughs> All my car criers, please stand up. No. <laughs> Whether you're parts. <laughs> please do not be doing freaking 70 on 287 with tears in the eyes. No, no. no. <laughs> right. but, then, but then, like, sneezing and driving is dangerous. Because you can't just be like, achoo, my eyes closed when I sneeze because I'm like. Honestly, <laughs> if I'm sneezing or I'm a hiccup or something while I'm driving, I'm like, with my eyes open. <laughs> <laughs> like, you want crack? <laughs> <laughs> like, you want crack? Yeah. Sneezing and driving is dangerous. Wow, it is. Don't Listen. sneeze and don't drive. <laughs> don't sneeze and drive. Just don't, don't drive. <laughs> just don't drive. <laughs> just leave me. the car on a lot at the dealership. <laughs> don't even buy it. Oh my god, can you imagine riding a bike and sneezing? You're flipping over. That's it. Honestly, just walk everywhere. Just walk everywhere. Don't even don't get a bike. Don't safe. get nothing. This is too much for me. This is too much for me. But back on the topic. Right. Uh, men in crying. Yes. Let's talk about Will Smith. Oh. Because this was such Yikes a big a thing. And I got lots to say. We know. Mm. Okay. Caitlyn's a Caitlin, big Will Smith fan, in yes. case y'all don't know. I, I love me some Will Smith. Still look good. That's all I got to say. Let's go help you. But um, let's go back to that night. Because we all saw it. We all heard it. Um, it's been pretty sure it's been made into a Jersey Club remix song. Okay. Yeah, it had to be. Probably. Probably. Yes. Um, but I remember seeing it because I did not watch the Oscars. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. Didn't watch it. Too long for me. I don't really well, care. it comes on past our bedtime, anyways. Exactly, because Caitlin is in the bed at eight o'clock. Find it on at seven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I watched it when I woke up in the middle of the night on Twitter, and because I wanted to see if he was going to win anyway, because I wanted him to win so bad. My opinion, Will Smith should have way more Oscars than the one he just won, but I wanted to see he won. So I'm on Twitter, and everybody's like talking about Will. So I'm like, okay, he had to win. But then I'm like. Everybody's like, did you? Did that just happen? Did y'all see that? And I'm like, oh my god, what happened? So I watched the video, and I instantly felt disappointment 
like I was his mom or something. Mm. Because I'm like, all I was thinking about was like, Will, this was your moment. Like, you finally got here. You finally did it. And then now it's going to be overshadowed by this. That was like my one disappointment about it. Mm -hmm. Obviously, the next day, that's what everybody's talking about. Everybody's talking about it for weeks. That's where I had my problem. Because instantly people started to make him the villain. Because he just got on stage. He slapped somebody. And they're like, oh, my God, assault. Like, oh, my God, the police were there. Uh, They were going to arrest him. Mm -hmm. And then Chris Rock told him not to. Yes. So it was just like, are we doing this because y'all really upset that he slapped him? Or are we doing this because of where he did it? What are your opinions on that? Is it because people were really upset, like, oh, my God, Will Smith slapped Chris Rock? Or is it because he did it at the Oscars? I mean, I think it's a combination of both. So I think that, like, from the fans' standpoint, Mm -hmm. it don't matter where he slapped him. If a celebrity slapped a celebrity, we're going to talk about it. Yeah. Especially when, first of all, social media move fast. Okay, yes. because yeah. it was live. If you refreshed your feeds, it was gone. That video was everywhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. a million times edited. They had music going in the background and everything. It's like ten minutes after. So. Y'all are way too fast. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that you know people pulling endorsements and from a professional standpoint, it definitely was because it was at the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Because I think people forget that's his job. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if you were at work and you slap somebody. Mm-hmm. You're going to definitely get suspended. There's going to be some HR involvement. Mm-hmm. There's definitely going to be some legalities coming into play because you assaulted someone in the workplace, which is a similar concept to him slapping him on national television when he was there to do a job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I but I'm that. like, let's say if he was at Beyonce's party, Beyonce's birthday party, where a whole bunch of celebrities go, okay? But there's no, there's no press inside. Now, let's say we, the public found out that he slapped Chris Rock at Beyonce's birthday party because of people inside the birthday party. Right. Is it as big as a deal? Because we ain't see it. We heard about it. They confirmed that it happened, but we ain't see it because it wasn't on the stage at the Oscars. Are people that upset still? Well, first of all, if it happened at anything relating to Beyonce, we ain't going to know about it. Right. <laughs> she Absolutely. make it everybody sign and her birthday okay. party was literally unplugged. <laughs> like true. That yes. is very true. Ain't nobody talking about it. Nope. You ain't even go to the party. The party didn't even happen nope. if it was Beyonce. It wasn't even her birthday. <laughs> Who's Beyonce? Who is that? Doesn't exist. Does not but very true. I think that if it was a regular celebrity, because I think you you, you know, they have the A list, the B list, you know. But Will Smith is Will Smith at the end right. of the day. He's always in the public eye. You know what I mean? Him, his relationship with his wife, mm-hmm. him as an actor, his relationship with his children. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's always talked about. He's highly sought after. Yeah. So it don't matter where he was. Yeah. It definitely was going to be talked about. Yeah. I think if it was maybe a dealer celebrity, I ain't going to quote anybody. Mm-hmm. But maybe not so much. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? It has a lot to do with who he is and our yeah. expectations of him as a person yeah yes we definitely i feel like for our generation like we put will smith up there as like one of the most iconic actors of our time Mm -hmm. like we have so much respect for him Mm -hmm. so to see him slap somebody it's like whoa like he's upset it was out of his character that we know of of. exactly but but i think we also have to remember he is from philly 
And for my people <laughs> who've been to Philly, you definitely know the rough, mm-hmm. you know, the inner cities can be rough around the edges. So is mm-hmm. that really out of his character? Right. But that's what we're talking about. Right. It's the character that we've only been shown. That right? we've created, honestly, yes. in our own heads that we've created. We've put him in this box. So when he acts out of character, quote unquote, mm-hmm. but... Was it out of character or was it him just reacting to the emotions that he's been feel- feeling and that's been building up yeah. for months and that's years? A, that's another thing. It's because, like, you know, the backlash, even from other celebrities after that night, like, other celebrities were like, oh, I can't believe people, like, stood up for him. I can't believe they let him accept his award after that. People, like, but can you really, you can't judge him. You don't know how he was feeling in that moment. Because let's say this was his big night. Mm-hmm. This was his night. So for somebody to get up on the stage and make fun of his wife, which has done it before we learned later that yes. him and Chris Rock had passed, you know, runs. Yes. Yeah. And he has said something about his wife before. And we can also go back to the fact that months prior, Jada and Will was in a rocky place. Yes. And everybody knew their business. Jada was putting all their business out there. Yes. So I feel like those months prior what chris rock did in that moment i feel like it all built up in will yeah like he could not believe that this was happening on his night he probably just wanted to like <laughs> this is what he deserved it you know what i mean so for that to happen you can't sit back and be like he should have did that that was super disrespectful you don't know what he was feeling in that moment so for you to be like he needs to go to jail or he needs to do this like you you don't know how what if like you can't you can't say anything until you were you were in his shoes he was defending his wife he was hurt whether you agree with him defending his wife or the comment wasn't even that you know it wasn't even that bad oh my god she didn't have no hair but people have been slapped hit punched for far less yeah so it's it's hard (laughs) (laughs) Is Akira being the one to slap, punch, kick those people? For way less. Because here's the thing. One thing I don't like is someone playing on someone's insecurities. Yes. Because some people may not be comfortable with the way they look. And Mm -hmm. while to you they may be a size zero, that don't mean they're comfortable with being a size zero. Mm -hmm. Right. Just because this person's got what you want doesn't mean that they don't feel... You understand what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. to me, if her hair falling out was an insecurity of hers, she had a right to be hurt. Yeah. Who are you to tell somebody what they should be hurt by? And to me, as a partner, I will be supportive of my partner's insecurities. Mm-hmm. So, no, we're not about to blast that on national television. I don't care what night it is. Right. right. Now, I have a question for y'all. What if it was Jada who went up there and slapped Chris? Mm, I See, but what, okay. do you think people would be like, "Yeah, that's justified." He talked about her. Then no, because then it would. I think that people would definitely be like, "Will didn't stand up for his girl, and he's not mm-hmm. a man." The situation, honestly, no way he handled it would have been perfect. No, no I'm no. not condoning the slap. I ain't condoning violence in any way. But I feel like when men don't react in that way, they're not a man to people to society. Oh yes, right. Yes. Which is why we say we put men in this box to act out of anger only aggression that's the only yes. reaction you're allowed to have and you know what when you say that now i think about like i said you go back prior to all that stuff all that stuff that was coming out about them a lot of people were coming at will for not being yes. a man enough yes mm-hmm. to, you know 
either tell Jada like stop telling our business. Right. Why or, you let right. your wife talk let about y'all yeah, relationship right, on yeah. national? Or even yeah, fight yes. August Alcina. They were like, yes. oh, so you're gonna let him run up on your, your wife, wife like that? Yes. So all of that, hearing all that, and he talked about how he heard all of it. Yeah. On the red talk table and stuff like that. He he was hearing all of that. So that night, I feel like that was his moment. Like you know what? I'm about the dead all this. Yes. <laughs> and he was like. That's it. I'm tired. Like, he was probably, how it all comes back, mental, like, mentally. Yeah. He was probably just at a point where he was like, this is going to be another moment. Because if I don't do anything, they're going to say, I'm bitch. If I do do anything, oh. There was no right, right way to react. Not there at all. Because think about it. Think about that meme going around of him crying. Yeah. So it's like we're mm-hmm. mad at him and upset with him for crying. We're mad at him and upset with him for slapping somebody. So we're mad at him and upset with him when he doesn't say anything. What is mm-hmm. he supposed to do? Yeah. Quite literally, what was why he can't we to do? just mind our business? Because it happened at the Oscars. That's why. Like I don't I know said. anybody that really cares that much about the Oscars. I'm sorry if you do, but I don't. Um. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> capital D. <laughs> I really don't. It comes back to the point where they're just like, okay, we're going to ban him for 10 years. He didn't even show up to the Oscars for the past eight. So right. what is that doing? Another night at home? Shoo. What is that doing? <laughs> With some not, ice cream? Not Shoo. saying that we need to give him a different punishment because the man is talented, okay? He is. Yes. And people will solely watch a movie because he is the star of it. 100%. Yes. There could be literally Will Smith and a million other D-list celebrities that we ain't heard of. Right. But we're going to watch it because it's Will Smith. Because yep. it's Will Smith. He also exactly. nice to look at, so. Exactly. That's all I'm saying. Very. Because exactly. they, they were talking about <laughs> drops mic. Okay. <laughs> because they were talking about, oh, do they take his Oscar away? No. He, he earned he that earned Oscar it. way before all of that happened. And Chris Rock earned that slap. The he hell? He did. He really did. I'm sorry. You, because, you know, comedians... Especially that year, comedians were talking about, oh, people can't take a joke nowadays. Yeah, I was just about to say mm-hmm. that. Like so they, then comedians, the whole, like, comedy yeah. community was like, whoa. Because remember, then Dave Chappelle got attacked. Yes. And his security, they, like, mauled that. Yeah, they got <laughs> like, it's it. not funny. But, like, they were so close to right after what happened, they were like, oh, no, no, no. Yeah, because now they're like, okay, people are now feeling like they can react yes. to what is going on. Yes. Totally different situation. Totally. Because you literally added that man's wife while she was sitting in the audience. I mean, but let's be real. So you you attack a random person. You deserve to get arrested mm-hmm. for no yeah. reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can't tell me that if you were just chilling on the street and somebody, like, literally the three of us just chilling, and some random girl came up and she started talking her shit. Mm-hmm. Of course I'm going to react. Yeah. First of all, why are you approaching me? Right. But right. second of all, why right. are you talking about me? Right. right. Why are you attacking me? Yeah. Unwarranted. Yeah. Right. You understand what yeah. I'm saying? If, if I react, whether it's a slap, a punch, or whatever, that's how I reacted. Mm-hmm. Who are you to tell me how to react from what you're doing to me? When right. you should have approached me in the first place. Exactly. Right. The difference with the Dave Chappelle thing is that when you go to see a comedy show, you are paying to be there. Mm-hmm. Like, comedy is offensive. That's just what it always has been. That's what makes it funny. Yeah. Like, so then you you are going to get upset, and then you're going to attack them. But you paid to be there. Mm-hmm. You knew what to expect. It's not like Dave Chappelle is this new 
comedian. Yeah. Right. Y'all know how Dave Chappelle shows get down. Yeah. Like, you're going to be offended in some type of way. Mm-hmm. And not just him. Literally, Kevin Hart. All sorts yeah. of comedians. Like, mm-hmm. they literally make fun of all races, all genders. Like, yes. it's just a joke. Laugh yeah. and move on. But if you know you're going to get offended, don't go don't to the go. show. Don't, don't go, go to the show. Stay don't your go. butt home. Yep. yep. That's it. Yeah. Yep. But I guess it was like, since... Yeah, but since it was a repeat offense with Chris Rock and Will Smith, he had it coming. Mm-hmm. If you know, if we've had beef before and you've talked about my wife before, now you antagonizing me, and now you're gonna have to catch these hands. Right now, another thing. I mean, this is not just about Will and Jada, but the thing is, she didn't like. I don't say condone his actions, but she didn't back him up. I mean, but okay, so I just see people saying that, but like, what were we expecting from her? Not because much. to me, if she had also been on attack mode and been on the stage, then we would be banning the both of them talking about they're an attacking couple and it, it would have been a whole different mm-hmm. PR problem. Yeah. What were we expecting from her? Not much. From what we from what she has put out to the world, the type of partner that she, no offense to her, the type of partner that she is, not much. Yeah. I don't know. Expectation real low. Yeah. It was yeah. But ultimately come making it full circle. It was just, like we said, it was weird to see somebody who we considered the squeakiest of clean celebrities could do no wrong, has showed no wrong, lose his character. But like we said, is that really out of Will's character? He was being human and we kind of didn't see him as that. We saw him as that super movie star and that was it. And a lot of people did say, like, at that point, people when People took time to process it. They were like, I think Will just literally hit a breaking point. Yeah. Yeah. He mentally hit a breaking point. And I think he said the same thing, too. And I think that was his time when that happened. He took his time away from everything. And he had to regroup because he was he he had a mental he had a mental break. Mm-hmm. And and people, people didn't know take so much. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. If you think about any regular person that, you know, when their feelings are hurt, are they acting like themselves? Right. No. Right. I mean, but in, in fairness, like for me, if my feelings are hurt, I withdraw. Mm-hmm. That's the type of person that I am, which I think a lot of people are. But could he have done that in that moment? No. 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 Do you understand what I'm saying? So he didn't even have time to think. He didn't have no. time to think about, okay, I'm at the Oscars, so I probably shouldn't act in this way. In that moment, he snapped. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. He saw mm-hmm. that. Which... Has happened to many of us before. I, yeah. We just don't have that platform and we don't have the money. Mm-hmm. He's human. Absolutely. Yeah, he is. And I think that that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Uh, I hope he's in therapy. I'm pretty sure he is. I'm pretty sure he is. He got money. That, <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. I know it doesn't we mean anything. We just hope he's in that. therapy. <laughs> I just it has been such a hard. We're gonna put that yeah. in the box with Allie saying she's gonna cry and drive. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Don't oh do that. Lord. Let's put that together. Speaking oh, of celebrities who who just broke this year. Who do you think I'm talking about? Kanye West. Ding 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 ding. <laughs> Kanye has had Kanye has always first of all, did y'all watch Genius on Netflix? No. Alright, well. Kanye has <laughs> always had something to him. And I think ever since his mother passed away, it was just downhill from there. Clearly. And this is coming from, from an OG Kanye fan. Like, oh my god. Late registration. 
it seems like three Kanye's ago. Like, listen, it feels like we've gotten like ten different Kanye's in in one year. It literally has seemed that way. It's like you can you want to feel so bad for him, and you really want him like you want him to pull through. You want somebody to be like Kanye, stop. Like, you need help. And I'm not gonna, and you're not gonna tell me no. I don't care how much money you have. I don't care if you cut me off. You're, you need to go get help, and I'm gonna make sure you get help. You want to feel bad for him. You just, you want to help him. You want him to push through. But then he comes back and he does some reckless, and he does, and he says some really reckless stuff, and it's just like, I don't know. How can I? I I don't know how to I don't know how to feel empathy for you but it's like I know that you, something's going on up there. The hard part is you can't make an adult do what yeah. you no, want them to do. You, you understand what I'm saying? So while we may see the magnitude and the importance of mental health and getting help, that when you're in those manic episodes and yeah. that's actually you, we have no idea what they're thinking. Yeah, you understand what I'm thinking. saying? Exactly. So yeah. the clarity is just not there. And he's also grown. He's not a minor. So they, yeah. even if his wife was like, you need to get help, he doesn't actually have to get help. No. no. The he only can way deny to do treatment. That well, I'm pretty sure to legally prove that he's incompetent. That would be the only way. But the thing is, I think people struggle to have empathy for Kanye is because it's hard to separate the mental illness from the bigotry, from the bizarre yeah. behaviors, like because then that's unfair to people who have those same diagnoses yeah. as him and who don't act that way. Like it's really not fair to just blame it all on mental illness. Yeah, mental mm-hmm. illness is there for yeah. sure. But then there's a fine line between bigotry, between racism, anti Semitism between mental illness just because mm-hmm. you have mental illness doesn't mean that you were all those things mm-hmm. and that's what stinks about the kanye conversation and blaming everything on his mental illness yes yeah. it's hard to and it's also it. because he's kanye yes like if you saw somebody on the random on the street randomly saying all this stuff you're like oh he's crazy get him away from me we don't associate with him but because it's kanye west he's a genius to be honest, if we take away the platform, he is a regular person. Yes. So why do we keep feeding into this? Mm-hmm. Why do we keep giving him the shade room, sharing all his videos and him acting out? And why why do we keep entertaining this? Mm-hmm. Let that man suffer in private so that his family can figure out what to do with him. Get mm-hmm. him some help. If we stop entertaining it, right. he won't have a choice. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You know, mm-hmm. people pulling their endorsement deals and stuff like that. That's only the beginning. Right. You have he he needs help. He needs yeah. real help. He needs real help. But he doesn't want it because at because at some point he's also putting his children in danger. I remember yes. at one point he had released like the uh, the school that where his children go to school and stuff like that. Yeah, he gave out. Yeah, he was giving out the address of where his oh. kids go to school because I guess like he was talking about how they won't let him see his kids, and he was like, I tried to go to my kid's school, gave the name where it was, and you're you don't realize that you're putting your children in danger because of who you are and who your wife is you're putting your kids in danger Absolutely. and you're not under you're not understanding you're not that here. it's not just about kanye no you know what i mean no like, and that's and i think that's where 
the mental illness comes in where you're not thinking straight you're not thinking mm-hmm. about your children because that's what i feel bad for the most yes that yeah. they're gonna have to grow up because you know social media is forever yes once you put it out there it's out there they're gonna have to what north is 10 9 you're gonna have to grow up and see all these things mm-hmm. about your dad yeah well i, I was probably a different person when he's with them in private yeah yeah, I know Kim just did an interview with Angie Martinez. Yes, yes I did see that. Yeah, yes. and she talked about how she basically keeps the kids away from all social media. Like that's she, sad. It is sad. Like that's that's a full time job in and of itself. Yes, especially if they go to school and their friends, their peers mm-hmm. are gonna be. First of all, the next generation is definitely more influenced by social media. Everything mm-hmm. is on the internet and. We got to mm-hmm. be on our laptops, especially after COVID. Everything's on a computer now. Yeah. Everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because she talked about, oh, my. some of my friends are the teachers. So, like, mm-hmm. she really has, like. She, like, honed in. Like, she has do a not barrier. talk about like, him. Yes. So, she makes sure, like, they're not getting any type of information whatsoever. But, like, that is. I can't imagine. It's, it, people, like, will find it hard to be, like, how can you have any sympathy for a Kardashian? But. You can't. You have to also think like if a human being that has to be exhausting. Like regardless of who she is, because I don't really care. She's still like, she's still a mother. Yes. She still has to protect her kids because now somebody else has, you know. I mean, now but, they're in danger. Like you know what I mean? Like, can we really say like, oh, she's a Kardashian? Okay, sure. She did a lot of things, right? The girl has real, really no talent. She's just famous to be famous. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, these kids didn't ask to have no. Kim as a mom and Kanye nope. as a dad. No, nope. they're innocent in all of this. So mm-hmm. they're the number one goal should be to protect them. Mm-hmm. They Which should get to grow up in a normal life where they get to decide what they want the world to see them as, not right. Kim and Kanye's kids. Right. Not I gotta live in fear because my dad. Mm-hmm. done released my school information, right, information and I'm scared people are going to come after me and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. But that's yeah. the reality of growing up in a home or being raised by a parent who has a mental health diagnosis mm-hmm. or even a substance abuse diagnosis. Like mm-hmm. that's the reality that kids who grow up in that type of household face, you know, th- their parents act irrational, whether it's spending all the money, whether because in a manic episode, that's typically what that's typically what people do Mm -hmm. um or if they crash into a depressive episode then they're not cooking dinner they're not Mm -hmm. getting them dressed for school they're Mm -hmm. not taking them where they need to go like or they're they're putting them in danger and they're being neglected like that's what they're going through is honestly like yeah it's extreme because they're famous but any other child who's grown up in a home with a parent who has a mental health diagnosis it's that frantic not knowing what's going to happen next type yeah. of household. Mm-hmm. And unless you have another family member or guardian who's going to try to protect you, then that's what you go through. So I respect him for it. I'm glad that she's trying to protect do. them. And I think, like, she hopes that they'll thank her. And I think they will. I can only hope. Mm-hmm. That I mean, will. I think right now they might not understand because yeah. it's gonna suck. Like, why is my mom keeping me from my dad? Why is this? Yeah. Why is that? Like, my dad's not around. He's whatever the case may be but when they're older and they get to see mm-hmm. at some point they will get to see because you can't protect them you can't mm-hmm. keep them in that bubble forever mm-hmm. okay they will get to see and then formulate their own opinions and i think as an adult when you rationalize the reality of a situation and the severity of it when you hear him talk they'll understand oh yeah 
for sure. Yes. They'll definitely understand. But yeah, I I applaud her because it can't be can't be easy, especially with the whole world. Like like you said, she's you know the whole, the whole world's already watching her and they already have judgment on her for what she's done in the past. So now her mothering comes into a conversation, and that just can't be the easiest thing to deal with. So kudos to her. Just hope everybody gets it together mentally in 2023. Because I hate to hear stuff. Like, I really don't like hearing, like, stories Mm-mm. about, like, anybody or just especially, like, celebrities, like, hitting rock bottom like that. Yeah. So, like, and you don't want to get to the point where we're talking about Kanye, and stuff. like, yeah. dying or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I really do fear that. Especially because the kids, like... Yeah, oldest is like nine or ten, but like mm-hmm. the youngest, youngest, like what two, yeah, or three, like just having to hear that, like okay, you see your dad going on this whirlwind or breakdown, and then what he passes. Yeah. I mean, but they don't see that, right? So to them, it would be sudden, mm-hmm. yeah, because Kim is not that she's doing a bad job, but she's protecting him from that, which okay, that's their choice, mm-hmm. but at some point, God forbid, if something was to happen to him. It will be sudden to them because yeah. they wouldn't yeah. understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then to find out later uh-huh. is it's like a battle. For, it'll be a battle for them. But hopefully, you know, 2023 is a better year for them. Yes. So what are you guys doing for your for your mental health in this year? I mean, for starters, I moved back to Jersey. Yeah. I think, yes. you know, we touched on the topic of, like, being away from family and stuff like that. It's it's rough. I So I moved to, for those of you who don't know, I moved to Pennsylvania for college. And when I graduated, I stayed there. Mm-hmm. My family is mainly in New York, New Jersey area. I did go to high school, obviously, in here in New Jersey. So being the only person in Pennsylvania after my... Because, you know, your friends graduate from college and then they go home. Mm-hmm. So... A lot of my friends are now, you know, in Connecticut, Virginia, Jersey, you know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. really it's isolation. And that was hard. Yeah. Starting a life and, you know, starting a family and working and basically figuring it all out on your own, building a house and like all these things. You're never really happy with all that stuff because the foundation isn't there. Right. Yeah. So, I think that's the first step. Coming home. Coming home. (laughs) Welcome back, sugar. (laughs) This is why we can't have anything nice. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. What about you, Allison? Um, just... What was the question again? Oh, Oh, yeah. What am I going to do for my mental health? Well, coming from a therapist, it's hard to follow your own advice. For sure. So I think one of my goals this year is definitely to find a therapist um, and just be more real. I feel like this past year I had more real conversations with the people of my life, but just continue to have... In the bathroom? Yes. I love having (laughs) conversations in the bathroom. That's how you get the real emotions out. 85% 85 of her life is in the bathroom. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> well, well, one thing about Karen Alley, we gonna talk in the bathroom for three hours. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, just more real conversations, continuing that, um, and yeah, just not hiding my emotions and speaking more. Because as a therapist, I tend to like dial back and just listen because that's when I'm just 
like just used to but just expressing my own emotions more everybody so, needs somebody yeah and taking off my superhero cape which is really hard yes but that's definitely i'm about to cut it up Ooh. <laughs> I i'm just kidding let's okay, just how... put it in a box and put it in the attic oh lord <laughs> in the attic what about you caitlin um not surrounding myself with toxic people mm. snapping my mm-hmm. fingers i would snap but it's not loud enough to catch on audio yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> she can't snap asmr snappers asmr snapping um yeah not surrounding myself with toxic people and realizing that i can't worry about other people's problems and sometimes that seems like it's a bad thing some people take that as a bad thing like you're being selfish or but i don't see that as a bad thing if i'm worried about if i'm trying to if i'm taking on your problems and carrying my own that's only messing with me so i feel like i already tried not to do that but as of like not like like the last couple of months i feel like um people closer to me have been trying to make me um i guess take on somebody else's mm-hmm. problems yeah and don't clink do not clink <laughs> we'll explain like, another yeah. episode <laughs> but like taking on somebody else's problems as if they're my own and kind of downplaying my progress mm. right yeah. So not seeing my progress because somebody else is struggling, but just because I don't have sympathy for that other person, it's kind of making me out to be the bad guy. And mm-hmm. I refuse to, I have refused to have that label. I refuse to take on that person's problems. And I'm going to say that you don't know the full story, but I'm just going to say that, um, you know, in the beginning, you do have sympathy. But if that person's not showing you that they're willing to change or do better for themselves, I can't have sympathy for you anymore. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you're not going to show me that you're trying to progress in your life and doing everything that basically I had to do, because I had to do the same thing. I came from the same situation that you were in. So I have to... I got to stop. <laughs> oh, just like I said taking on not taking on other people's problems and not feeling bad for the steps that i've made in my life to get to where i am yes yeah I and i want to go back to therapist i want to go back to therapist i want to go back to sunshine therapy. i had a therapist her name was sunshine uh, hopefully she ever sees this because hey sunshine i miss not you sees this here's this. Here's this. Here's this hey sunshine i miss you um I, we need you back, girl. <laughs> we need you back. <laughs> but I do want to go back to therapy. Yeah. So the first time I had therapy was like when I was super rock bottom mentally. It was bad. Um, and I will say firsthand that therapy is like I literally say probably like the sole reason why I climbed out of it because you need that you need that biased opinion to call you out on unbiased unbiased. <sighs> okay that unbiased opinion to call you out on your shit because you know because nobody else is going to be really real with you 
except the person that does not know anything about you. I mean, so. we real with you too, girl. Don't, don't no, no, you, you are real. You are real with me. We are real with you. You are real. I know what you mean. Someone who's not also a part of that life. Yeah. Like not right. living it with that, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Where you talk to them and a then third you party. your life. Exactly. Yes. Someone indifferent. Like they have no emotional ties, so they're not giving you an emotional aspect of it right right yeah. right and whatever decision you make they're gonna support you regardless right right but i'll give y'all a little update on that little story i just gave because it might get worse after this <laughs> after this air so i'll let you know <laughs> Woo! um so part of <laughs> part of me going to therapy i mm-hmm. did learn so i always say this all the time but like i think i'm actually channeling it but mm-hmm. you can't pour from an empty cup Yes. So you have to focus on you first. And if you're mm-hmm. not right, the people around you won't be right either. And that includes mm-hmm. friends, children, parents, whomever. Mm-hmm. People who care about you won't be okay until you take care of yourself. Right. And if they really care, they'll understand where you're coming from. Absolutely. Yes. yes. And Even that's if something it's hard I to have, hear. Exactly. And that's something I have to learn. Because if they really care enough, they'll, have, they'll understand where I'm coming from. So, like I said, I'll keep you updated. Yes, and it's about boundaries because boundaries are not just like oh i'm not just gonna do this for you about like emotional boundaries like i cannot carry your emotional baggage like right no you can have empathy for someone okay i understand what you're going through but i can understand from the distance Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know that's Mm -hmm. definitely i tell that to my clients all the time you need not just boundaries emotional boundaries which are probably honestly the hardest Mm -hmm. yeah i mean for I think it doesn't even have to be like extreme like people are thinking, but like even for me, sometimes I'm having a, a time, right? Mm-hmm. Because mental health isn't linear. Mm-hmm. So there's sometimes I have my up days, sometimes I have my down days, and you guys know my closest people to me. Sometimes I disappear for a few days. Mm-hmm. I retreat. I need my time. In those days where I retreat, I'm not in a mental space where I can take on your emotions as mm-hmm. my best friends. Mm-hmm. And I'm grateful that you guys respect that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then when I come back, I'm back to Norman. Back to Norman. I can't. <laughs> and that's why you need time for yourself. Yes. yes. You need time for yourself. Yes. I'm a big believer on time for yourself. Because a lot of people are like, oh, it's like very lonely. If you really like know yourself and you're like content with yourself, it's. I can see how it could get lonely. But nobody telling you to stay in the house by yourself for like oh, two weeks. But, you know, you do need that time because if you do not know how to be by yourself, you don't know yourself. Right. That means you constantly need somebody around you to to validate you. Mm -hmm. Right. And that that's even worse, I think. Yes. Because when you depend on other people for happiness, Mm -hmm. you you have a problem because when they're not meeting your needs, now you're miserable. Mm -hmm. And then you're disappointed. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yep. And then the question is, you know therapy what about your own company makes you yeah like uncomfortable change Mm -hmm. it right Mm -hmm. like what about your own company is so scary we were born we were born alone and you're going to die alone Mm. yeah so (laughs) check in with yourself this year yes what you don't like about yourself yes the will work starts we're saying that but i'm gonna hold you accountable Hold me. You you gonna go to the mall by yourself, Allie. All right. Let's add this a whole different story. I go to the mall by myself. I think it's very therapeutic. But see, I'm scared I am gonna get kidnapped. Girl. Well, adult naps. They gonna give you back. They will, and I hope they do. Cause I'm gonna be like, 
Let me tell you something. <laughs> I'm gonna start singing. They gonna give you back. We are best friends. <laughs> Cause we are sisters. Okay. I ain't getting sued by Disney. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh my goodness. But yes, please take care of your mental health. Okay, it's super super important. All right, if you don't want to go to therapy because it scares you, start journaling. There's apps mm-hmm. where you can voice note, actually like a voice note diary. Start writing it in your notes on your phone. Get your own diary. Do whatever you want to do. Um, you can always go on Psychology Today. You, Psychology Today, you can literally specify the type of therapy that you want, the gender, the language, the insurance, where you live, whether they have brown eyes or blue eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you can literally like specify it and then you know they just added the 988 mm-hmm. hotline well lifeline like mm-hmm. instead of 911 like it's 988 it's just for suicide and um crisis mm-hmm. and actually you can actually text it too which mm-hmm. i didn't even know and then there's the crisis text line you text home to 741-741 and a counselor anytime that you want will text you back and just give you that emotional support right there and there and That's I have great. definitely used those services. Yeah. Plenty of times. Yep. Yes. So don't be afraid to Absolutely. reach out because you're never alone. Never. Or you can inbox me. Yes. I am available. Yes. I'm judgment free. Mm-hmm. Share, share your stories with us. Go over to our Instagram page, you know, write in a comment, share, you know, just let's talk about these conversations because they need to be had. It can be completely anonymous. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. We won't right. share names or anything like that. But yep. if you just want a platform where you can let it out mm-hmm. without any bias from people you know, reach out. Yep. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Come join us at our table. You're all welcome. Yeah. We're welcoming people. Mm-hmm. We really are. Yes. Right, Alex? She says yes. Yes. We're welcoming people. We're not forcing her to say yes. <laughs> Holding her against her will. <laughs> right. Oh, man. But this was fun. Thank you guys for joining us on another episode of the One Thing About Us podcast. Yeah. Can't wait to see you. Here you come back next week. Yes. I almost had a breakdown, but there you go. I got it out. I can't. She was short circuiting. <laughs> I was. A, it happens a lot. I don't know how to talk. Yes. <laughs> I cannot. It's the plumber. They say I'm a teacher, but. <laughs> see you but i wish they could <laughs> the animation is so much funnier they say i'm a teacher but you know uh, debatable i can't <laughs> this is who's educating our youth yeah so, right hey don't be saying that i can't i cannot but as always thank you for tuning in and listening mm-hmm. and just living laughing with us and one thing about us we're gonna take care of our mental health yeah yes See you next week. Bye. Peace.